Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Doug, welcome. Well, thank you very much. 24. 20 years of TMA in every single show. I think we'll do 264 shows this year is what you wanted to do? <laughs> what? That seems like a lot. <laughs> we will pay homage to 20 years of TMA with wonderful guests, including Bob Hope. Really? Hey, Joe Buck coming in studio at and 830. Gina Brigida, will she be on? Gabe. Gabe, okay. Uh, all the uh, greats will be dropping by because ours is the type of presentation in which friends feel free to drop by at any time. At any time. That's Absolutely. Right. Any so time. come on by. The water is warm. 20 uh, years, huh? Yeah, 20 years. 2024. January 2024. July 2004. January 2024. And what a, what a 20th year celebration we huh. will have. Throughout the course of the uh, the year, 264 shows, all with magical moments celebrated. You know, in Boy. two months, I celebrate my 10-year. Really? There you go. Anniversary. See, I was just in grade school when you guys started. That's correct. I remember that. You were in really... St. Kitty's? St. Kitty's. I don't really remember a lot of the early shows. I was a freshman in high school. Well, they were very good. It was yeah. very good. I sound like I did heaps of cocaine before every show is what the 2004 version sounded like. You're welcome to get involved because I'm sure you're not happy about something this morning. And you can express it by texting in 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at inside. STL.com. I don't even I don't even know where to begin on the lead. What, Ten well, days. The, the lead is Plowsy's engagement. That's what I think it I is. I thought it was the Cotton Bowl. I still thought it's your engagement. I appreciate it. Cotton Bowls that. come and go, but this is one of only three or four engagements that you'll ever have. That's nice, Doug. Have you been sitting on that line for days? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean that's, that. that's the show prep meeting, paying <laughs> paying monster it's dividends. Uh, Plowhawk, congratulations to you. I appreciate it. And Madison, mm -hmm. December 23rd was the mm -hmm. day. Yep. Uh, tell uh, the audience what transpired. Okay, so this has been set up for about a month and a half. 
So it was about mid-November was when I kind of got the idea. Is that right? Um, and so I contacted the ring designer that she liked um, from the Chicago area. Because uh, we've, you know, being in a relationship for seven years, you tend to talk about these marriage things, what she likes, well, kind of proposal idea. That and you a guy put... like you has got designers all over the country. I do not. I, I have no clue about this. Neil Lane. And I'm glad I got the pointers when I did, you know, throughout our relationship. <laughs> Neil Lane is the guy who gets the rings for the bachelor. That's correct. I've never I heard of I think he's had guy. some work done, but at this point, yeah, I think bit. everybody has. Everybody's face looks like it's I know melting. I have. Look at these tufts. They look even better. Mm. You look like you got you elevation to... on your tufts now. <laughs> you In 2024, you have elevation on your tufts. Oh, sorry, Klaus. It's almost like you can set an egg on those tufts. No, it's, mm. just, yeah, it's, 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 it comes in harder than it did before. Ooh, so you called Chicago off. and said, Salvador, it's that time. Let's yeah, talk. So I contacted uh, Lindsay is her name. I'm not going to give her last name. I don't know if she wants the pub or not. I guess Lindsay Lewis. She is a designer, so she probably wants it. Yeah. Um, so, we w- uh, so I've been corresponding with her, seeing the timelines. I knew when I wanted to ask her because her sister and uh, brother-in-law would be in town from D.C. on the 22nd, so I wanted to do it. You know, I didn't want to overstep Christmas and no. make it all about the engagement and all the gifts that I bought were kind of secondary. I want to make sure she had a separate, you know, enjoyable holiday. Well, sure. So I set this up, um, and Madison's parents were more than happy to do it at their place in Warson Woods. Did you ask the father for his permission? Of course I did. You did. So I went over there a couple weeks prior to it and asked him, and they were more than happy. They were, you know, ecstatic about the whole thing. So I, so we already had these dinner plans with the family on the 23rd, which made it even better as, you know, it's easier to surprise her when it's not just a random thing we're doing out of the ordinary to kind of get her, you know, mm-hmm. get her senses up. So I take her there, so we're going to pick up, quote-unquote, her family, and we're going to go out to eat. Uh, so my family is there, her friends are there, her best friend and husband set up this whole big thing. Oh, did they? Because um, they stalked Madison's Pinterest board of, you know, proposal <laughs> ideas, which I mm-hmm. thought was a great idea. So a lot of credit goes to them for the decoration and the decor there. Uh, but, yeah, Madison was shocked, you know, started crying, had the ring that she wanted. She didn't know. She didn't see it coming. Didn't have any idea. Really? That was the whole point. I didn't really How long had you been together? Uh, seven years next month. Seven years, and she was stunned by a marriage proposal. <laughs> Probably at the, the, the time that I did. She didn't really expect it to be that year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess waiting seven years, you never know when it's going to happen at mm-hmm. that point. You know, is it at the point of no return? Are we now just, right. you know, partners? Right. But, yeah, so she was excited about it, was able to... Uh, so was everybody around when you did it? Yeah, so my original... Here's the thing, though. My original idea with them to hide... You know, it's a lavish estate, so oh. they were gonna hide in the oh, you like the that? side yeah, yeah, the side that. dining area, mm-hmm. to, so where the entrance was, you wouldn't be able to see them. I already had them park, you know, up the block, so well, the sure. cars weren't around. Yeah. I had that all taken care of. So I was talking to Jeff and Diane, Madison's parents, like an hour before how I wanted it planned. I wanted them all in the the dining room, so I could, you know, give a nice little talk to Madison mm-hmm. in front of like the, you know, like. Picture collage and whatnot. Oh, well, from um, the Pinterest board. And then yeah. I would have them, you know, then call them in and have the friends and family around as I asked her. That was oh. kind of the plan. I thought that was a good plan. Yes. Um. So I was like, hey, I'm 10 minutes out. Hey, I'm five minutes out. Hey, I'm on Manchester. Kind of like that. That went the communication, you mm-hmm. know, giving them five-minute updates. And so I expected to walk in with nobody there. And I walked in, and 
Madison's parents and her sister and husband are just standing in the kitchen. They didn't pay attention to your plan. I don't know. I never talked to him about it, and I didn't care. The only thing I wanted was a surprise factor. I, I, you, you, you just got to deal with, you know, hiccups and things that happen. But I just yeah. wanted to make sure that she didn't know it was happening. That was the only thing. So, yeah, they were there. But it made sense because we were picking them up for dinner. So it wasn't that oh, big of a deal. Okay. It just threw me off. So then the friends came out, and it was Now, all some of these other people who parked up the street, campaign. did any of their cars get towed? No, it's Warson Woods, and that's surprising. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't get broken into, so, yeah. you know, as Mr. Lick was saying, kind of a shady area. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Lick says Warson Woods is a shady dump yourself, area. buddy. <laughs> I don't say that, but Lick does. When you ask your father for permission, did he ever ask you if you had plans to make something of yourself? <laughs> I was I was actually thinking that question was like okay so how long's mm-hmm. radio going so yeah. this like little thing you're doing quote, can you unquote, support right? her someday? No, he like I said I know their parents just as much as I, I know my parents. It seems like you know we have a good connection. We're close together um, in terms of distance wise. We see each other a bunch. I'm very family oriented, so I know I'm I I know them very well. Mm-hmm. So if they had an inkling of that, they'd be very upfront and honest. You think anybody's ever asked the father for permission? He said no. Oh, 100%. 100%. Really? And you get married oh, anyway? Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened as well. Yeah, it'd be a tough battle. It's an uphill climb there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of parents who disapprove of the man their daughter's chosen. Then you don't ask because you know the father hates you. So why even ask? Yeah, and then I proceeded to, like, celebrate there, and then we had dinner plans, and I got, like, lit up right away. Because oh, I, no. I, I don't drink too much, so I had, like, a, four glasses of champagne with, the, like, her friends and family, and then we went to a restaurant, and I almost had a whole bottle of wine, so I knocked my wine over at the end. What restaurant oh. did you go to, boy? Bartolino's, Madison's favorite. Is that in Sunset Hills, or... God, I don't know direction-wise exactly where it's located. Well, there's a Hampton location. There's a Limburg location. Am I right on that? It's the Limburg location. Yeah, right on Hampton where uh, the KSP studios used to be. See, I was I went to Limburg one. You went to South County. It's, yeah, they call it Limburg South. Bartolino South. Bartolino South. South it's thing. nice. That's a nice place. Love that place. Yeah. And that Madison loved the risotto there, so surprised her with that as well. It was glorious. And enjoying that 10 days with her, not having to go back to work. Thank you, Hubbard, for that opportunity mm-hmm. to have that nice break. Right. Couldn't last, have last time better. I was in Barlino South, I saw former Big Red tight end Jackie Smith. That's how he always Is that a football I'm, hangout? I'm Jackie Smith. <laughs> and I saw him in there, which was exciting for me because he was one of my boyhood heroes. Yeah, I love Was that he point. there when you were there? <laughs> he was not. I don't know if I would notice him or pick him out of a crowd oh. if you pay me a million dollars to. So. Well, he's... He's probably close to 80, and he looks like he could still play in the NFL. Then, no, he was not there. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of all of this story is where it took place, Warson Woods. I approved the engagement request at the last Warson Woods meeting. Doug, that's from the Warson Woods wacko. He, okay. He had to approve the engagement? Yeah, we you had need to a talk. permit, I suppose. Yeah, you know, obviously Milton went there at the county meeting. He lives in the area, so I had oh, to, yes, had to make sure all the, uh, all the deacons of... <laughs> deacons of Warson Woods. Except that that little party and gathering could happen. It's an exclusive fraternity, I'm sure. It's almost like the Masons. Now, will you move into Warson Woods now that you've married into this family? I don't think that's how it works. We're still going to stay at our apartment. You are. The one thing I didn't do was, like, get the dogs involved, but that's a hassle, and that would have been red flags all day. Hey, we're going to dinner, but we're going to shove three dogs in the back. What would the dogs have done to add to the party? I'm sure she would have wanted to incorporate them somehow, but that was something I didn't. They'll be be ring bearers. 
Don't they, be involved. They'll trust be ushers. Me. They won't be ushers. I, I need humans for that. I, mm -hmm. Well, that's exciting news. It, it, it was great. Yeah. Was, Have you uh, set a date yet? Yeah, we're doing it in 2025. I oh, just don't know exactly. Wow. Because we have venues that we want to do for the spring and also for the winter. So. So a whole year of engagement. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A little bit longer than that, probably, too. You should have said do the Kevin Miller plan. We're getting married in 2038. <laughs> well, she's, like, absolutely killing in her career. Like, yeah. do, I mean, doing unbelievably well. And I'd hate to hinder that by, yeah. hey, plan this. And also, I want it to be done in six months. So we're going to take our time with it. And I think that, you know, it's not good for every situation. But I think for us, it's perfect. We've dated for seven years. We're in no hurry. Do you think you'll be that. Mr. Mom once the kids roll around? You know, I mean, I was always... You know, that, that goal with that stay-at-home dad. Mm -hmm. It almost, in my vision, it was like a sugar daddy situation. Obviously, they'd oh, be, you know, taking care of the, the house and the kids. Yeah. Through, yeah. You got a sugar mama. Nonetheless, I'm open to anything. Okay. That'd be a great job if it was like uh, <laughs> your kids are like 12 and your wife got a great job. You're just going to stay home. Great. Get up in the morning, get them off to school. You got all day to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I bet summer is a little bit tougher for the stay-at-home parent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was exciting news. You oh, had a good holiday. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you giving me the, the, the grand stage to well, talk Well, I think it's about. the lead, Yeah, yeah she too. deserves yeah, it. without a doubt. So I'm very happy, the, all, all the love. It was hard to thank everybody individually. I mean, there was so much. So mm -hmm. like, I was hoping to do it here, like thank everybody for the comments. It was fantastic. Uh, people are uh, kind and supportive, Doug. I guess it's a whole new year. Is this going to be Weird. a whole new Could text be. inbox? Let's hope. Definitely not. Uh, let's see what we got here. Gary Pinkle's cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is is very happy for you. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, congrats, Plowsy. Cool to see how much thought you put into this. Madison's a lucky gal. Mm -hmm. This wedding is going to be off the chains. How many bridesmaids is Iggy going to try to hook up with? That's oh. from Gary Pinkle's cell phone mm. etiquette. I don't have a lot of friends. So we did the bridesmaid count, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, how many are there going to be? Yeah, what are you, you going to have there, you think? I think six, for sure. Seven, well, more than likely. Mace Dog, and you've got... Reefer. Reefer, yeah, sure. I guess we can do it What about Maddie Dreads? Maddie Dreads will be there, of <laughs> yes. course. Yes, Dog, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Of You're course, three Maddie already. Rick and I going to be there. Who's he bringing? Four. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, told him he can have plus one. Maybe we'll bring Katie Cush. Or Maitland. Maitland Ward, Doug. Now, to make sure the, the wedding goes off smoothly, will you have to grease the palms of the deacons of Orson Woods? <laughs> you know, since the wedding isn't taking place, I don't think you have to grease anybody's palms if you're just wedding a daughter of a member of the oh. community. So you're not going to get married there at St. Genevieve Dubois in it, Orson Woods? It's a very nice man. It is a nice place. Nice. But no. uh, KG in O-Town is not happy with... He's not here. Jackson, you're back there, right? What up? Oh, don't give us that smart Alec what up. <laughs> He's still on a high from Dallas. Oh, it's good to be back, baby. Uh, you went to Dallas? No, sir. Oh, I thought you went. No, what happened in Dallas? Oh. Uh, enough of this Hallmark movie BS talk Cotton Bowl. That's from KG oh. and O-Town. So he is not happy with what we thought was the obvious lead. Huh. Uh, here in the Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Doug, Jamie, Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter mm -hmm. Munganass, and the secret phone number that you get you right to them, 314-252-0029, or go online at stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. I don't know how many years they've been sponsoring this program. I want to say we're approaching five. 
Yeah. Uh, and we are thrilled to have the partnership now into what we're going to call fifth year. Hell, I don't know of our relationship with Munganas St. Louis Acura and Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota, also the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party and official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Sponsor the 7 o'clock hour on TMA, stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. Looking for a new car, a pre-owned car? Go to Munganas St. Louis Acura or Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota, stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Iggy has to be a groomsman. That's from Tracy Woodson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you be up for that, Iggy? I probably couldn't afford the tux. Oh, jeez. So. Right name, bitches. That's a tough conversation to have. <laughs> Congrats, Plowsy. Loving this news. I wouldn't recommend following in the footsteps of Warson Woods Wacko, though, or you'll be servicing your wife's boyfriend in no time oh, to Mr. Licks. Is, is that the arrangement? I don't think it is. You're confusing Wacko with recovering alcoholic. I'm going to say, I don't think he services fair. boys, does he? He's done everything, I think. <laughs> I don't think anything. Uh, Plowsy, now that we've covered the lovey-dovey stuff, can we cut to the chase and hear about the coitus later that night? Mm. Have to imagine you were letting that hog eat after four oh, glasses of champagne. Stop it. That's from 2022. Was he rookie of the year or texture of the year? Little Tommy Trivets. I don't know which. He's I off thought- to a strong start for 2024. Right now, the, the front runner for Lister of the Year. Milagro wow, tequila. Early. Well, Plowsy yeah. got plastered. He wanted to go the wine. He wasn't prepared for anything. What's funny was, like, I, I kind of, I walked off to Champagne because Bartolino South, if you ever been to that location, if you yes. go the time we did, it was packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I parked, like, four miles away. Really? So I got a good walk. Yeah, that, even that back parking lot was full. It's a full deal. You could have parked at St. Simon's. I don't know what that is. It was nighttime. I don't really know the area. Oh. Well, maybe you were parked there and just didn't know it. You just could have called Bart and said, look, I got a wedding party coming. Give me some spots. Bart. Is that... <laughs> I wonder if Jackie Smith got a parking spot. <laughs> I should always prefer back to Jackie Smith. Mm-hmm. God, he was good. <laughs> Holy smokes. The practically perfect tight end. What Howard Cosell called him. Could have parked down at Chris's Pancake and Dining. I think that's still there. My wife just heard the news about Plowboy and is utterly confused about how Warson Woods ties in. The look on her face right now is priceless. That's from the Warson Woods wacko. You don't know about the deacons? Yeah. There's a select group of deacons who control the Warson Woods area. <laughs> is that mm-hmm. and beyond HOA. It's their territory. It's the Freemasons of uh-huh. that community. Like Illuminatas? Uh, Stephen Wildwood won the uh, Listener of the Year presented by Milagro Tequila in 2023. It looks like he'd like to go repeat. He says, congrats, boy. I'll message you my address. Mm. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Guess he wants an invite. I guess he's inviting himself, but he was on the <laughs> guest list. We'd have done uh, like a rough sketch of one. Uh, how many guests are you looking at? Man. See, I'm very much in the art of going to Colorado and taking about 40 people, 30 people, you know, mm-hmm. at the wedding party, friends and family. Oh, sure. Um, but since Madison's sister got married in D.C. over COVID, Madison's immediate family couldn't, you know, do their thing, couldn't attend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did, like, a rough one of about 165. The plus ones will get you. Yeah. You know, because, like, I don't think we have a lot of tons of friends, and my family's very small. But the plus ones, which you want people to have their significant other or whatnot so that was always uh it grew pretty quickly with you have to feed these people i thought 120 if i'm having a big wedding it seems to be about the honey hole 
Yeah. What kind of gifts do you want? Cash only, oh. baby. Uh, maybe a knife set. You know, we just got Cash a crock pot. Take yeah. your pick, Doug. No, no, no. Huh. I don't know what we could possibly need. We don't have, like, our own home, so we don't really have that, you know, need for any house appliance because we already it, it have It used to that. be if you filled up with mobile, you could get some cash off on a set of steak knives. Is that the kind of thing you're looking for? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything I can get my hands right. on. Are the fan page Walry going to get upset when they're not invited? That's from Zach's mm. wife, Gummy. See, that's the thing, too, is we always thought about, like, well, if you, you know, add this person, we should add this person, and... I guess the saying is, if you if you don't invite this person to dinner on a Tuesday, then are they, you know, you shouldn't invite them to your wedding. I guess yeah. is like the saying we looked at. Or, or would you think that they would invite you to theirs? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah. But I love so many people. We have so many. You know, the the fan base here, Doug, feels like a family. Oh, it does. Uh, hey mrs wacko if you're still listening i can help you get out of that manchester adjacent neighborhood my wife will be happy to take you in as a friend and show you what it's like to drive up and down warson and clayton instead of manchester and icky rock hill road put a charcuterie board on your front doorstep and that'll be a signal for us to know which house you are in that's from mr licks who's apparently trying to save the Mm. Warson woods wacko's wife (laughs) from living in Warson woods Mm. i don't want to invite licks because there could be a lot of Warson woodians oh there probably will be sure a couple deacons yeah oh gosh Uh, Doug, uh, so that's going to be a rescue scene for 2024. Mm-hmm. Well, something to keep an eye on for sure. So you're thinking like June of 25? No, we ain't doing summer. We ain't doing summer. Mm-mm. What are you thinking, so, bro? What I, season? We either want spring or we want late fall, winter. Winter. The thing is, the venues are so expensive and so booked mm-hmm. in the summer, and the pictures you're glistening like a like a hog. Like a hog, like, like a hog, like a, a wonderful spigot, thing. To tell you know, you like I, I don't want, I don't want to be like dripping sweat or wiping sweat off my brow mm. for a picture and have it glistening. No bride wants to be told she's glistening like a hog <laughs> on a spigot. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, I think we kind of, I don't know. We have a lot of options that we want to do. I went to an I'm outdoor wedding in it. Dallas a couple years ago for my niece. And it was in July. I think it was 110 I can't do that. Nobody's having fun, and people drink more, which causes a little bit more issues at a wedding. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, one or two people are getting absolutely plastered hammered, that could be a problem. Uh, Have you set the location for the uh, reception, Plowhawk? I haven't. No. We haven't really thought about. I mean, we did a little bit think about, you know, do we want to go nice and fancy? Do we kind of want to go Well, you you just got an offer here. So this is up to you. Uh, You can handle it off air. Uh, we will have the reception at Algonquin Plowboy. Oh, we ooh. just hired Mr. Licks and KG No Town to spit shine the urinals. So, oh, uh, I guess they're excited about some new employees and they want to utilize their services. Mm. And so the Warson Woods Wacko says you can utilize Algonquin. That's a fantastic one because that is a beautiful little hall and area that they have. There. <laughs> I like that. It's a hall. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> nice American like Legion. You want to go up to the VFW? Oh, I was at a wedding there once. It's beautiful. Algonquin? Yeah, I've never been to, like, any sort of, you know, just kind of hanging out, having drinks there really and golfing. A <laughs> Doug, I, I thought it would VFW sound... VFW hall. At the time, I thought it would sound sophisticated, but also, I'm not sophisticated. So, whatever I think no. might be, probably isn't. But it's beautiful, okay. though. So, that would be fantastic. It's a hell of an offer. 
I mean, it is. Is he going to pay for it, too? I imagine he would. I mean, if you invite somebody to utilize yeah. your hall, <laughs> you, you, you pay I'd say for yes it. to that right now. Yeah, oh, I mean, I, I, obviously I can't just say yes right now. Madison is a big part of this. Well, sure she Who is. pays for this wedding, her parents or yours? Her parents, my parents, I guess, pay for the reception dinner. But we are also are not really traditionalists. I don't want, I don't want Jeff forking over 30, 40 grand. So we're going to try to do as much as we can in terms of for the you know glassware we're gonna we're gonna try to thrift and do things on our own as much mm-hmm. as we possibly can used to be the bride's parents paid for it all but now it's so expensive that's what i'm saying i, I wouldn't justify having that on his plate yeah. like that that's not and i want good food at my wedding as well so do less you? people the better the food right isn't that kind of how I it is i bet you could pick out some good food for a wedding we're not gonna have a cake either but that we're gonna keep that one a little secret oh we'll keep that one just a just little kinda... nugget for the guests just kind of outed. We're not going to have a cake, but I'm going to keep that a secret. But I mean, there, <laughs> but no, we're not going to. That is that is a good point. I didn't phrase it correctly, but the dessert will be the, the, the dessert will be a secret, and it will not be a cake. Giant, giant, giant honey probably. buns. Mm. We yeah, we can't go too ridiculously Hoosier. Although I have you ever heard of a dollar dance? I, no. I asked her about that. Tim, oh, yeah, like, where you pay a dollar to dance This is at every wedding at the, I went to uh, in my hometown. At the, the, yeah, at the titty bar. Yeah. No. No, this is, so, like, and I've never seen them in St. Louis, so that's why I asked Madison, the weddings have been. So at, like, these little small Hoosier weddings, like, <laughs> and they are, I mean, I love it, God bless them, but they are, but, like, the bride will dance with all the guys at the wedding for, like, a minute or 30 seconds so there'll be a line of guys for the bride and a line of mm-hmm. girls for the for the groom, and they there's a tip jar on each side of the, you know, the bride and groom. Right. And so you can dip a dollar, five dollar, twenty, and that mm-hmm. yeah, that's called the dollar dance. You'd think with inflation it would be up to like ten bucks. I, yeah, I, I, you really do need to change that. <laughs> but I didn't. Lonely? I've never. I haven't seen one in years, and I'm wondering if that was a thing. She goes, "We are not." I suppose doing I do that. that kind of thing at the Algonquin Hall all the yeah, time. Yeah, that hall. I didn't mean to dismantle Algonquin <laughs> and turn it into a VFW. I apologize. Can you tip like 20 uh, or 25 and get boob? They're very active in the YouTube chat this morning. I think they've been waiting for us. You know, we haven't done a live show yeah. in I don't know how long. So they're angry. Uh, Carl Pelker's in there. Howdy ho, good neighbors. Jake Reynolds. Hi, Tim. Welcome back, boys. Uh, Don Peepee says, it feels like it's been forever. Uh, Jake Reynolds says, Plowsy killed it with a skeleton during the break. Thanks, Plowsy. Plow, did you implement new segments for the skeleton specific for the break? I got to thank the listeners, uh, both on the fan page, personalized messages on Facebook. Um, and some people have my number, which is weird, but they texted me as well. Um, they were big fans of the skeleton. What, what changed with the skeleton? I, don't, I think it's just not hearing replay shows, especially with this long of a break that we have. Um, typically, I would pepper in old shows from weeks prior. Now, just doing best ofs, I think people, especially with the holidays, you're doing long drives, long traveling, get a lot of free time away from the kids. Um, and I think podcasting, that old material I haven't heard in a while, I think people got kind of nostalgic almost, Tim. Can I tell you something? Of course. I was in the car quite a bit over the break. Nice. I did not expect that, honestly. I thought you were car? I thought you were nestled in that couch hard. Well, a lot. Where were you going? Well, I had went to lunch a couple times with people. I had uh, Christmas stuff going in and out, errands, shopping, things like that. So I was in a car quite a bit over the break. Oh, okay. And I had it on 105.7 HD2. I got to tell you that Plowsy did kill it. Nice. There were segments that I had forgot we even did 
I'm in one day, and there's a, the big Al call where he's just going off on the blues, and oh. trash, and Plowsy just drop after drop after drop, and he go, "Hello, <laughs> Iggy." I forgot all about that. He's just oh, the drops the were killed, and every segment was. I never, I don't remember this. God, this is funny. So I want to say great job too. I appreciate it, and I, I didn't try to do anything special. Just, I mean, there's a lot of segments, and you know, it would take a lot of time to try to personalize each hour. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of comments. How many segments are in the skeleton though? So we probably have 450 to 480 in terms of best ofs. Now those range. What was that again? 480. About 480 segments. 480 segments. Those range gosh. from Swope's picks, which are Swope's an hour, pins. and those range from drops of the weeks, which are two minutes. Mm. All in between, you got 20, 35 minute, you know, mm. segments. Um, but now we play 24 hours of that, so it kind of eats into, you know, the how often you the can inventory. play each one. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, inventory. Yeah, but we're gonna get. I'll be loading more inventory in for 2024, so that'll alleviate that but i was very pleasantly surprised doug with the the positive reaction we don't get much huh. of that here and it was it was a blessed holiday season you're kind of glowing from this engagement announcement aren't yeah. you i think the listeners are the supporting you you're engaged doug this 2024 mm -hmm. is set up to be a jim dandy Absolutely. for the plow hawk the year of the plow finger i'm excited <laughs> fingers hawk mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe uh, you got to call Jeff Lottman while you're on this heater. Ooh, that uh, man, no. Yeah, you go to just J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com and uh, see what's doing as far as inventory. You want to talk about inventory on the skeleton? I'm going to J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. And he is a luxury St. Louis real estate agent. Uh, and he has the uh, hookup when it comes to St. Louis real estate. Whether you're buying or selling a home, Jeff has been doing it in St. Louis for 22 years, and he has half a billion dollars in sales in the St. Louis area. He's online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. It's Jeff Lottman with Compass Realty St. Louis Luxury Broker. And he is the official real estate agent of the morning after, which is presented to you by Brown and Crouppen here on YouTube.com slash TMASTL 1057HD2. You can stream it at TMASTL.com, and that's where Jackson will give you his plays via Circa. Jackson, were you on a heater during the holiday break? I uh, wouldn't call it a heater, wouldn't uh -oh. call it a cooler, mm. just kind of, you know, breaking even. I was heavy on Bama yesterday, oh. uh, Bama Moneyline, that obviously did not pay, but that made me not bet the Washington-Texas game because I really wanted to bet Texas minus four, so it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Mm. Either way, you can make all these plays over at the Circa Sports app because the world's largest sports book in Vegas is now in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. You won't talk to a chat bot when you deal with Circa. You'll talk to a real person, the real people that take care of the Circa Resort out there in Las Vegas, and it's now available in Illinois, the Circa Sports app. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is, Circa, uh, on board here with TMA for another year. If you are looking to get engaged just like the Plowhawk, how about Glenn Betts, Doug? Glenn Betts Jewelers, right sure. there in Manchester and De Pere. Mm -hmm. Online at glennbettsjewelers.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z 
Jewelers.com. Located about a mile east of 270 in Manchester. Three or four miles west of Warsaw Woods. Ooh. Just so everyone knows exactly oh, where it is. Well, if you're coming from that direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you'll work with uh, Craig and David Betts, third and fourth generation of the Betts family. And uh, there you are uh, getting to know them, and they are getting to know you. And so it's not like some big retail shop where you're going in, and they're just trying to get a sale. They get to know you. They have loyal, loyal customers over the years. And I know a lot of TMA listeners have been going in there. It's Glenn Betts. Jewelers.com, and they have plenty of parking in that building right off of Manchester. GlennBetsJewelers.com. Doug, do you have a jingle for them? Good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is bets. Glennbets. Jackson, Mr. Jackson, what did you get your lady friend for prominent winter holiday? That's from Katessi Chattel. Hmm. Uh, she's really into Stranger Things, the TV show, so I got this like little piece of artwork from Stranger Things. Just made a mistake and gave too much information right there. That was the most... Getting dragged. What is Stranger Things? That's with Millie Bobby Brown, and uh, she was named after the former new edition, uh, Bad Boy. And uh, she is uh, an alien creature? Is that right? Uh, Is she an alien creature? I don't know. I've never seen it. More of a superhero. Uh, either way, I'm gonna stop talking. Oh, <laughs> I think that's a good. T-shirt. You feel like you'd like to have that one back with the benefit of hindsight, or did I just call attention to it and then it made it like a bigger deal? Uh, can both be true? Yeah, I guess. Mm. Let us see. So, did you order something off Tamu and send it to her? Uh, all questions will be funneled through Ken Strode before they okay. get to me. Oh, you're representing. <laughs> you're yeah. representing. Yeah. No, Ix is my counsel. No, yeah, just just don't talk about it. <laughs> there we go. You know, yeah, I, gotta... I mean, I've, I've made the mistake of uh, telling too much about my life. Um, you go <laughs> the opposite direction. Should... Especially if you like the girl, you don't want too much being Especially obvious. Especially if you like them. <laughs> See, I got the best Christmas present I think I've ever received, too. What, what did you get? Now that we're on presents. Madison is taking me to the Packer Bear game playoff implications on the line in Green Bay on Sunday. Oh, nice. No yeah. fooling. I thought that was great. I haven't been to Lambeau in like 12, 13 years. You're going to fly up Saturday? I'm not flying anywhere. You're going to drive yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's only about six and a half hours, seven hours. How are you getting back? Driving. <laughs> huh? Usually if you drive there, you can go ahead and but drive But I mean, back. the game's Sunday, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Here we go. I can already sense it, Doug. No, it's just, t- that's just a, a, kind of a, well, I did it from Chicago, but that's kind of a long. Oh, no, no, no. See, Madison did the great thing and did what I did and bypassed Tommy. And went right to KG. Oh. No, I'm kidding. She, oh, yeah. had, she, did, <laughs> she did ask KG if he could fill in before she So KG in O-Town is in on Monday. Monday. So, sorry, guys. but So we're going up Saturday morning. So we'll be there mid-Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Probably hit up Milwaukee and then hit up the game. I think the game's at like 325 on Sunday. How cold is it supposed to be? Only about 25 to 30, which is almost perfect. I've been to the negative 14 games. They're fun to experience. I ain't about that now. I smell a vacation shaming coming. Mm-hmm. That's from the ill side of it. Don't know. Just one day, one day, one day, the first week of the, the year isn't great. I get it. That's such a great present, though, because it's, 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 an, it's an adventure. It's a memory. Amen. Yeah. More. Mm-hmm. I'm an experience. I'm pro-experience when it mm-hmm. comes to gift giving. And she's never been there, and she's actually excited about going, which is super cool. She's not just feeling like she's forced to go there. 
Make sure you enjoy, like, the atmosphere, the people there, tailgating. Mm-hmm. KJ No Town says, I appreciate Madison respecting the Hubbard HR hierarchy and coming straight to me. So, <laughs> just, yeah. you, you just take a left by Tommy and then right. go right to KG. I have to speak with him later today. Also. KG No Town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give you my... Uh, <laughs> I'll let Tommy know the beats and then he'll sort it yeah. out. I'll give you my buddy's uh, address for their bar, restaurant, Double D's. I will actually huge, take recommendations. It's a Packer pregame uh, place right on the water. You brought that up before, and I looked it up, and it actually is rated really well, and it is looks amazing. So I do, I will take that recommendation for sure. Yeah, I need you to tell Amy I said hi. I did we, did we talk about this a couple weeks ago where the, the house right next door to Lambeau like Stadium was on the market? Looked like, like, like a normal house you'd see in the suburbs somewhere. Feet. Right, like on the parking lot of Lambeau Field. Airbnb that bitch all year, you'd be perfect. You think you'd like living there, though? Probably not, but I think during the 16-week NFL season, eight weeks at home would be pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, it would only be horrible traffic, the eight games, and I guess the two preseason games. That'd be about it, I think. To look out the Lambeau in your front window, your yeah. bay window, Doug. Mm-hmm. You better be a fan or it'd be horrible. You could probably charge some people to park in your driveway. What if you weren't a fan and you used that house just to be an anti-Packers mm-hmm. house? And then complain about it. Buy the house and then complain about the crowds at the stadium. <laughs> it's like buying a house on a golf course. There's a golf ball in my backyard. Couldn't see that coming. I don't know why people do that. But they buy one right on the highway. I can hear the noise. No kidding. <laughs> guys, what did Ken gift you guys on the dais for prominent winter holiday? Or are presents just reserved for the attractive young females in the office? That's from oh. glove blogger Tom Traven. Hey, I got two bags of clothes that would say otherwise. Yeah, there you go. Iggy gave you two bags of clothes? Mm-hmm. We unbagged one on air. Mm-hmm. Treat you have it, Oh, bro. that's right. That chili granola bar. Man, these <laughs> Melvilles, they're off-brand. They're Doug, dry. the Panthers, Melville Panthers. Roshetnew Jenkins? You say Roshetnew or Roshetnew? I thought it was Roshetnew. They be dry. You're eating off-brand candy now? No, it's not candy. It's a granola. I know you're always going to have candy because you got a lot of Twix up your sleeve. Ah! That's awesome. Ah! We're going to have a huge year. That I was just sick. sent a message. I sent a message to the other competition on HD2. Mm-hmm. I mean, that joke mm-hmm. shows at any gathering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. God, that was nice. No chance that creeper gave a male a gift. That's from the total package. What is he talking about? I think you and your gift giving. <laughs> what about my gift giving? He says that you don't give gifts to male coworkers, only the beautiful young female ones. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm just saying what he's saying, what he's telling you. You interpret the text. Mm-hmm. Maybe Tommy can tell everybody about the bottle of vodka I gave him. Oh, that. gosh. Tommy, come on in. Wow, what a pretty young thing she is. Jennings. <laughs> 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 nice one. Okay. Well, there you go. I guess that's we can get through that. <laughs> that's a male. That's a male. It's a new segment. It's going to be a new sketch we do. <laughs> we try to figure it out. Welcome to That's a Male. Uh, get involved on the program. The text line is 314-881-TMA5. Uh, you can call in 636-9004-TMA and just participate in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash TMASTL. Uh, even though uh, I know some people are still off, 
200 plus are in there just talking it over right really? now, including Monty Kessler. You know Monty Kessler. Sure. He was the Buccaneers okay. defensive coordinator when the Rams beat him. Was that Monty Kiffin? Nope, Kessler. And he <laughs> says, Dollar Dance is a great tradition. All the GC weddings have them. GC. What do you think that? I like to interpret. Glenn Carbon. Glenn Carbon is all I could come up with. Granite City? Yeah, oh, there's another one. That's a probably it. Yeah. But yeah, there. I mean, I'm not saying they weren't all in barns, you know, where a lot of people were wearing jeans. Because that, those were raising? most of the... What? You ever have a barn raising? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I've done a barn raising ceremony now. Yeah. Is that like an Amish thing? I think it is. Yeah, yeah they don't do that too much in the farming community. It's they outsource. Don't. Okay. I gotta check the chat now. It sounds fun. Yeah, it's a hotbed of activity this morning. They were waiting for us, Doug. They missed us. I don't know. It's been damn near two weeks. Has been. Crazy. It's a nice break. Oh, it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how much I enjoy mm. the time between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. It has become my favorite week of the year. And I don't necessarily do anything, but I think it's not having, like, it's an understanding that, like, you can take a vacation any time during the year, but you're still kind of on the clock, but everybody's kind of off at the same time mm -hmm. and so it allows you to unplug de-stress relax i absolutely loved it and i hope everybody else did uh, as well the only oh downside God, is you don't really know what day of the week it is that's, that's the best that's, that's not a downside greatest. dude that's the best part of it the best part was football there was like you turn on 11 a.m and like all of a sudden there's a game on you're like what mm -hmm. day is this that's the best feeling could not have loved being lazier if i wanted to this Some of those bowl awesome. games that didn't involve the playoffs in Missouri were really exciting. None of them were exciting, right? <laughs> Outside of last yeah, night. That was a good bluff games. because initially Lesson. for a second I thought you were being serious. No. Uh, Hunchback of oh. Vaughn Castle says Missouri guy must be so <laughs> pissed. You're not talking about a pointless bowl game that was unwatchable until the last few minutes. That's from the mm. Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Yeah. I do notice that there is a, uh, I don't know what, polarization of some kind on uh, the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I don't know how much of it is like Kansas and Illinois fans just trying to poke mm -hmm. the beehive mm -hmm. of the hypersensitive nerve that is Missouri fan who's, you know, really, 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 really into it. Um, or if it's, uh, if it's just an honest observation. Uh, Jackson, what is your assessment? Uh, I think people understand the situation. And what do you mean, what is the situation, and what are they understanding? Like, the game itself isn't as important as the message it sends going into 2024. Don't you like that? The game itself isn't important yeah, as the message I guess. it sends. I think there's something to I guess. I, don't, I didn't get the sense that Ohio State was just heartbroken that they didn't win. But it would have been a bummer for Mizzou to end the season on a loss. I, I think. agree. But it doesn't take much to upset the Mizzou fans. I mean, it's... I, I, I tweeted, and it was... Uh-oh. No, it wasn't anything bad. It's just, after the game, I so said... I gotta go see what it's doing. After the game, I what said... I said, in the scheme of things, it really doesn't mean anything. Oh. But could, don't you give the MVP to Cody Schrader, put a ribbon on a fairy tale season? And some guy goes, gotta be negative, even in a win. Mm. Well, it was negative. I just I just thought he should have got the MVP. It would have been nice if he would have yeah. ended his career in this year with the MVP. I mean... He had like 128 yards, didn't he? 
Yeah. Uh, that was uh, at Bob Robe. Five four zero two eight seven seven three. Block him! Block him! That guy's an insider. God, how many bombs? That's the next Talty. Block him! No, I mean I just I just said I, what was negative about it. I just thought it'd be nice if he wanted, but I wasn't trashing the program. No. But now what about Paul, your? your what? I want you to start seeing Coach Eli Drinkwitz <laughs> as a young. Coach Nick Saban. Why did you say Coach Nick what, Saban? What uh, What about the the tweet that I see under that one, which was M I Z, and then like about twenty Z's well, conveying the, board, you were, the game was boring as hell. By the team, the game was boring as hell. Yeah, it kind of was until the fourth quarter. Mizzou got the yeah, offense I mean, going. I, to- I tweeted that at the halftime. So see, two things can be true. It can be a terrible game. And you, you, Missouri, Missouri deserves every credit. They they beat Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. You cannot change that. Ohio State with McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Fleming would have scored probably 21 more points. So to say, just because Rakestraw and Hopper were out, they could have scored 21 more points. I, I don't get how Missouri would have been competitive with a full Ohio State lineup just by how they played. But nonetheless, they beat Ohio State in oh. the Cotton Bowl. And that should be... Celebrated. I think I'm 100% with Jackson. I think you just take that as pure momentum for recruiting and for the team that's going to be on your roster next year. I think that's mm. the motivation. Well, it was a good party. The, the place was packed. It was packed it? as hell. Thousands of Mizzou people made the trip down there. Mm. Everybody had a great time. That's all it's really Yeah, about. my understanding was about three out of four people in the building were pulling for Missouri. Yeah. Ohio State, as you might imagine, nice. it wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal for Ohio State, but for Missouri fans, the chance to go to Cotton Bowl and play a Blue Blood program. And uh, Missouri has a huge alumni presence in Dallas as well, mm. so uh, packed the building. Missouri Isn't it fans. nice just to have a team that's relevant again? Mm-hmm. That's First time in a fun. decade. Yeah, people yeah. love ble- beating the blue blood as well. Anytime you can, you know. If, I, I don't know if that game's against. I don't know. You know, pick a different school that isn't even near Ohio State in prestige level. I don't think people are as fired up, but because right. it's Ohio State, it gets people going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, where right. will Mizzou end up? Seven or eight? Uh, they will be seven or eight, yes. Yeah. It depends on if they pass Florida State. Uh, my view on the Missouri game, and I said this before the game, and then, and then that upset some people in our chat, but I didn't see it until afterwards, uh, that all I had been doing is talking about Missouri getting into a New Year's Six, and now I'm not – and I, I don't recall. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, that's not what I say. I talk about championships, and, and if anything, Plowboy, I recall you being surprised when Doug and I said we wouldn't be as enthused about the Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas, and bowl game after the if Missouri were to lose against Georgia, and you were surprised by that. Yeah. So I, for me, I've you know my pre- my premise on bowls um, goes back a couple of decades. I realize right now it's a super hot topic, most likely because of the Florida state Georgia thing. But I think that was even going on before that, but either way, bowl, you know, people are asking who I would bet. And I'm just like, I can't tell you because I don't know who's going to play. And even if you do have players playing, you don't know how much they're going to play. And then level of motivation is a real thing. That's, that's how you gauge, uh, if you can handicap it in any capacity, betting bowl games, you know that Alabama, Michigan, Washington, and Texas are motivated, but the other ones, where are they? So it, it became a thing, and I think for some Missouri fans, a real hypersensitive topic, but not for all Missouri fans, whether that Ohio State wasn't, you know, 
fully motivated or had opt-outs or playing their third-string quarterback because uh, Devin Brown got hurt in the second quarter. But either way, taking that out of the equation, the analogy I made, um, which uh, will likely upset some people, but it's not intended to. It's just how I personally feel, and I'm not saying others should feel this way or do feel this way, and I recognize I'm in the minority. I view it uh, as, as Christmas. It's something that comes around every December, and for the majority of the population, it means uh, a, a hell of a lot. For me, it doesn't, but the people around me are happy because of it, and therefore, I am happy. So if Missouri wins, it's wonderful. I don't think a bull win is a big deal, and I don't think if Missouri would have lost, it would have been a big deal. Now, I would have said the same thing had they lost, but then Illinois, Kansas, whomever, fans would have said, oh, you're downplaying it because they lost. I call it how I see it. And I, I think Missouri could have beaten Ohio State heads up if they would have played both their real team and Missouri's real team in October or November. Mm. I would have loved to have seen that. I think Ohio State may be the best team in the country. But guess what? I think Missouri might be the best team in the country. Now, I know it sounds all insane to say that. Um, now people are saying Georgia might be the best team in the country. But 72 hours ago, people weren't saying that. Uh, point being, in 2023, I think you can make a case for a lot of teams. The team that is now one game away from winning the national championship, Washington, was discounted as a 10-point underdog mm. against Oregon going into the Pac-12 championship. So what wound, winds up actually taking place versus uh, projections, especially in 2023, I think has a wider delta than than normal. But um, to, to say that you know, what the situation was with Ohio State's roster didn't play a role in the outcome of that game is is rather disingenuous. And I would imagine if Missouri didn't have Brady Cook and Luther Burden that Missouri and then lost the game, Missouri fans will say, see, you didn't really play our real team. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I think Missouri could have beaten Ohio State if they would have been playing the real team. Nonetheless, it doesn't change this. It gets people who do invest in bowl games and may not pay attention to opt-outs and transfer portals super excited for the current state of the program and for next year. And I love that the expectations for the program are now greater. I love that Gabe DeArmond, who at this point I think is um, the most well-respected and uh, you know, most credible person covering the team and credit to Gabe for building what he's built with Power Mizzou, saying that Missouri has to go all in in 2024 because the goal, not necessarily the expectation is what he wrote, but the goal should absolutely be the playoff next year. And I think that is a wonderful thing. You're not sitting around going, yeah, you know, a seven-win season would show progress. The progress was shown whether or not they beat Ohio State. Now you can realistically say the goal is to try to get to the playoff. And so fans will have expectations, right or wrong, but with the schedule that they have and the returning players that they have and the success that they've had in the portal and also through recruiting – That is what I love to see because Missouri football now is appealing to casual fans as well as hardcore fans, and people are seeing that greatness is really possible in Columbia, Missouri. And that, if that's a byproduct of a bowl win over Ohio State, then God bless America because that is the direction the program is heading. 
most years, I don't even remember whether they won or lost a bowl game. I know they played <laughs> Why Navy. Why do you hate Wake Forest? They played Navy. And I don't oh, remember if they beat the Navy. Navy. This one I think I'll remember just because it was Ohio State. And as for next year, I think having a quarterback that's got two full years of experience under his belt, maybe he eliminates a couple of those mistakes he made this year that, you know, get him past the LSUs and the Georgia. They're going to – yeah, they're making the college football playoff next year. I don't see – and right there, that statement, and we also just got a text from the total package, no playoff is a failed season. Uh, I don't think it's – I'm going to go that far. But. Well, I, but, but what I'm saying is this is going to be uh, a unique spot because for the first time in a real long time, maybe 2008, that team that had all the expectations after the Missouri team that got to number one in 2007, there will be these kinds of expectations. And I feel like everything is circled around, okay, they'll probably lose to Alabama and Tuscaloosa, and they got Oklahoma and Columbia on November 9th. But other than that, every game is winnable. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, they are winnable, and I would include Alabama and Oklahoma as being winnable, but there are also a number of games that are that are losable. And, and the team that is 2023 is not necessarily the team that will be 2024. Could be better. But also the A&M team and the Auburn team and South Carolina – and I think they play Kentucky again. Uh, you know, those teams could be better. So I think that uh, I think that now you have expectations, and I love having expectations. That's great that people get fired up and they want to go to games and they're paying attention to Missouri football. Um, but now you go into that world, whereas this year the over-under was six and a half wins. And now the talk is, okay, at minimum be a 10-2 and two team and get into the playoff. I like that. But then you start to get into uh, expectations where if you have an eight and four season, holy crap, what mm. went wrong? If they go eight and four, we'll have to fire Drinkwitz. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, he just got an extension, so yes, he did. Had another year to it. But yeah, I don't think it's a bust if you don't. I, I just, I mean, if you look at it, certainly Schrader is is the most important player on that team. So replacing him is. A battle. I know they got a transfer from Georgia State, and, you know, I don't know their full roster. That could be step one. But the transfer they've gotten, Williams Noari would be like a day one player. I mean, you could plug in a lot of dudes right now who are going to play a lot of minutes next year that aren't even on the roster yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I just. But that's true of a lot of teams. No, it's yeah, you're right, Doug. I'm just saying this Missouri team, I think the expectation be the top 12, but I don't think it's a pure disappointment if you don't. Because you're still going to be pretty young. And you still got to replace Brady Cook after that year. But mm-hmm. I think you're looking at the trajectory of long term. The teams should be in it for a while. If you only lose to Alabama and Oklahoma next year, you're probably you're still in. in the playoffs. Yeah, you're yeah. in. You're in at two losses for sure. Mm-hmm. Probably. But Missouri, I can already if you want to play it out next year. One of the draws against it will be their non-conference schedule is, you know, it, yeah. it, I, don't, I can't imagine there's one that's, that's weaker. Um, but either way. Staying in the moment is this. We're having this conversation. Mm. And how great is that? And the momentum that the program has. And so from my standpoint, you know, beating Ohio State in a bowl game is it does not mean as much to me as it means to, I think, a large number of Missouri fans. And that's fine. But I knew that going in. Uh, just like uh, if they had lost, it wouldn't have impacted my mood much as well because that's how I view bowl games, especially when teams aren't playing their full rosters. But for a large percentage 
of Missouri fans, it was a huge deal. And that's great. Mm -hmm. And for a large percentage of casual fans, it was a huge deal. And so that carries the momentum into next year, but it's got people talking Missouri football way more than they were uh, even five months ago, much less uh, in the last decade. And that is the thing that is so critical. And I also think, and I know this is really getting into the weeds on it, but they won't have the CBS television deal next year. They will most likely be a top 15 preseason team, possibly top 10. And what that does is it keeps you away from those MFing 11 o'clock starts. And I still believe if they didn't play LSU at 11 o'clock, they, they beat them. I think they beat LSU more than half the times if they were to play them 10 times. But either way, tip of the cap to LSU, they beat them in that game. Um, but that sets the stage for a bigger deal when you have a 2.30 or a night game and then people from both St. Louis and Kansas City can, can make the trip as opposed to those stupid-ass 11 o'clock games. That helps a program. Buzz going into a season helps a program, and they will have that with a Heisman campaign with Luther Burden and with a high preseason ranking. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ed Herman of Brown and Crouppen is here. Jackson, if you want to bring him in, uh, that would be wonderful, and we can talk it over with the great Ed Herman of Brown and Crouppen. He's a wizard when it comes to uh, baseball. He sure is. I wonder if he's a wizard when it comes to college football. Probably. And maybe uniforms. I I couldn't help but notice the Tigers peaked and never played better when they got rid of some of those Shishawali costumes they used to wear, put the Block M helmet on and looked like Missouri, and all of a sudden, look what happened. Hi, Ed. Great team. There's that. Hello, Ed. What's going on? Congratulations on the engagement. Yeah, how about this Plowhawk? Yeah, that's very exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you're interested in knowing if you guys are going to be successful long term, I could subject you to the Ed Herman three prong analysis. Oh, I would, I would love to hear what this is. Are you sure? I don't want to, you know, if you were talking, uh, no, 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 I don't want to throw off the the listeners if they were loving what you were saying. This is ADD theater in here. (laughs) All right, well, that's fantastic. I'm a big fan of ADD theater. I've been performing it for my whole life. Um, so what, what's the three? So it's a three-prong it questionnaire. Is, it, what is it, it? it is a three-prong test, and anybody out there is in a relationship, and you're trying to answer the question: Is this a relationship that can last mm-hmm. the length of time, or is this something that's maybe just going to be a bridge in my life to another island that will then, you know, continue my journey maybe with somebody else? That sounds like a song: a bridge so, to another right, island, a bridge to, to continue my journey. This is how I romanticize breakups. Oh. I say, you know, this is not a bad relationship. It was just. It, you know, don't measure it by its longevity. Measure it by the impact it had in your life and the place it took you to. And then you start a new relationship, and that's how you grow. But if you want to know if you found the one that you could actually go the distance with, it's a three-prong test. Prong number one, you have to be physically attracted to each other. You, people talk about, I'm going to marry my best friend. You're not going to marry your best friend. Your best friend's your buddy that you hang out with, and you're not marrying him. Well, maybe you are, and good <laughs> no. for you. 
But that's fine. Yeah. Hey, listen, no, ju- this is a judgment-free zone here. Sure. Amen. Yeah, no, we, I, I we always say we don't kink shame in I here. I do, right. though. I kink shame and no, I judge. No, no. Yeah, well, yes, but you got to do that internally, Doug. Okay. You're, you're, you're old enough that you're still allowed to judge. Yeah, I can, I'm shame. old enough that the right. filter's you're, gone. You're, I can say a, anything. You're I don't in a different care. bracket. Yeah. But for the rest of us, we you know we can still get canceled, and and we have to be a little bit non-judgmental, oh. and we have to recognize. Let's face it, we don't want to be judged either. So number one, you have to be physically attracted to each other. It's an essential part of the relationship, and it has to be acknowledged. Number two, I believe you need about an 85% overlap in sort of your core values. Doesn't mean you have to have the same religion. Doesn't mean you have to have the same politics. But at your core, you don't want to spend your life having moral debates with your partner. You want to feel like you're kind of seeing the journey together because you might have children together. You don't want to be competing over instilling a value system. You don't have to have a perfect value system. You just need 85% overlap. You could each bring a little something extra to the table. Hmm. But if you don't have that, you're just going to find yourself consistently in a series of debates and discussions and arguments that are going to take away from the experience of feeling like you have a true partner. And the third thing is you have to have a 75% overlap in your lifestyle preferences. Now, what do I mean by lifestyle preferences? I mean everything from how hot or cold do you like it in the house? You can't have more than a three-degree variation between how you like to be because otherwise you're going to spend your life with one of you too hot all the time or one of you too cold. What kind of television shows do you like to watch? Let's be honest. At the end of the night, you're throwing the TV on. You don't want it to always be incompatible as to what you throw on. What movies do you want to see? What kind of food do you like to eat when you go out? What kind of food do you eat when you like to be in? Do you prefer ordering in or going out? What kind of vacations do you like? you want to spend a week hiking in the mountains or skiing? you want to spend a week vegging on the beach or on a cruise? All of those things add up throughout the course of the life. And if you don't have the overlap, at some point, one of you is going to realize that the other one adapted all of their interests to suit the other. And at that point, they declare their own identity. They get lost, confused. I don't even know what I really want. I don't even know who I really am because they feel like they got lost in the dominant person's preferences. So right out of the gate, you need to have organically about a 75% overlap. The other 25%, you know, you can explore those things with your friends, with your family, by yourself. You don't need your partner in that. You don't have to have a, they don't have to go to the hockey game with you. They're not into hockey, take a buddy. 75% overlap. So I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but I am. As you hear this, as you do this evaluation in your head, do we have a couple that's going to stand the test of time, or are we going to be right back here in two years talking about you and your girlfriend? I do like the honesty and putting me on the spot. I respect it. That's what this show is about. It's a million percent going to work out we are almost carbon copies of what we like in food and vacation that's the one thing i know we always agree on the temperature does vary but i bought her a heated blanket and also a weighted blanket to try to counter the temperature change you like house. it cold you know huh? you know what's I, I first of all, i love everything you're saying so far and i'm feeling really good about your situation you mentioned weighted blanket a minute ago by sheer coincidence <laughs> I tried a weighted blanket last night for the first time wow. ever. I, I never tried one, and it just right. it just arrived. How'd it do for you? Well, let me say this. Have you ever had an x-ray taken where they put a oh, lead yeah, apron yeah. on oh, you? Well, yeah. Like, didn't you feel like I felt like I was – they were x-raying yeah. me. I felt like somebody had put this thing on me. It stepped into the other room, <laughs> and I was waiting for them to tell me to hold my breath. 
but it never happened. It was it was an unusual experience. Mm-hmm. Took me a while to fall asleep, but I don't think that was connected to the blanket. But once I fell asleep, I I, I was You're out. Good. I was I was out pretty good. It's a little hard flipping over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without oh, really, I got to put it. some I got to put some oomph into it. How heavy is the blanket? It's remarkably heavy. It's insane. <laughs> like if if it the, the big full blanket, like mm-hmm. those things are heavy. That's like thirty five pounds. Really? Total I, hate, it's, it's, I, I don't know how if you're a fan of musical theater, but you know when the cart falls on the guy in Les Miserables and and Valjean has to use his massive strength. That, I missed that to lift it off. Episode, it's a big yeah. scene. Okay. Yeah. Well, it feels it's heavy. Yeah. I, it, it's almost like. Um, when, in a movie, when you see like a wall fall on somebody and oh. you have to lift it off of them, what's in there to make it so heavy? I, it feels like lead. I don't know what the hell's in there. Yeah, it's like beads <laughs> and lead. I don't beads. know. You don't want lead all I'm, around you. Do. I, you know, I don't know if it's actual lead because uh, I, I, I would. Yeah, no, you would not want lead all no. around you. But I don't know. The thing could be filled with rocks for all I know. It was heavy. You know what else? I, I, I bought. I'm such an idiot. I buy every product. By the way, I'm the easiest mark. So and I watch a lot of Shark Tank. I buy every product because I just want to try them out. And I tried two of them out this weekend. This is how I spend my holiday, by the way. I don't know how I spend yours. Have you guys ever seen those magic berries, wild berries? You chew them up, and, and for about a half hour, it changes your taste buds so that everything tastes sweet. So you chew up these berries, and then you, you test it by biting into a lemon. And instead of tasting like a sour lemon, it tastes like a sweet orange. And I, wow. I bought this product. I'm like, I got to try this. But the reason I bought it is I thought, you know, maybe it'll allow me to drink black coffee because I always have to put a lot of sweetener and cream in my mm. coffee. So I, I bought them. And I got to tell you, I was shocked. They worked. I bit into a lemon. I ate that whole thing down like it was an orange. Really? And I, if, if I'd have been blind taste tested, I would have sworn it was an orange. It was a something Magic called... Magic berries. It was a wild berry. Wild And berries. if you if you look it up, it was a oh. Shark Tank product, but just uh, it was... It was an insane experience. I actually took some video of it because I wanted to be able to look at my own genuine reaction to see if my if I squinted at all when I bit into it. You know, the lemon yeah, squints, sure. you know, nothing. You would have never known. Really? Unbelievable. Did one of the sharks invest in this? Uh, ooh, good question. You know what? I believe... I believe they might have. I think that might have been a one of those Mark and Lori uh, combos. Actually, no. Mark would have never done it because he won't invest in anything that... Uh, that doesn't have scientific data behind it. Yeah, he's, that's he's, Mr. Wonderful. Was no, that, no. Oh, well, Mr. Kidding. Wonderful is that's Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. Uh, yeah, Wonderful. he's like he's he's like their um, their Simon Cal. You know, he's yeah. the one that's going to give it to you, mm-hmm. honest and pure. Yeah. But you still like him. You know, that kind of, a big Shark Tank fan. Hey, right? I want to I want to go back to the Ed Herman. What do we call on this? The uh, three the three prong test. Three prong yes. test. On on point two, you were talking about values, and you were talking about religion or politics, but you needed to have an 85%. 85%. Can you give me an example of something you're thinking along those lines? You know, I, I think this is these are these are the issues of like say how do you, how do you discipline your child? Mm. You know, some people believe in in a very firm hand, not necessarily spanking these days, but 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 a firm approach, and other people are are a little bit more you know the soft touch. You know, they don't want to they want to play the long game, which is the importance of confidence and, and self-esteem, and they don't want to do that psychological damage to their child like was done to them. You know, we all feel a degree of psychological damage from our childhood. You know, I, I, I'm, I've i been in therapy, like, forever. I've gone through... Uh, uh, I have no loyalty to my therapist. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I, I've gone through eight or, eight or nine therapists and... and <laughs> And, uh, but I like to hear, you know, I like to hear different takes and I also like to try out my material with different audiences. You know, you can't just, you know, any, any one therapist will get bored with you. Um, 
but what was I saying? So uh, the, the <laughs> second uh, prong of the uh, yeah. So so you know uh, all, values. Uh, you know, you go to your uh, therapist, and I remember talking to my therapist about like not wanting to mess up my children. You know, like I, I don't want to get it wrong, and and. Um, and my therapist was like, all, all trauma is childhood trauma. And it doesn't matter how you were raised. Everybody who goes into therapy and almost everybody at some point will or should, uh, says, you know, ev- everything is done. There. There's, n- there's no way out of there uh, without causing, you know, whatever the issue is going to be. It's because it's your formative years. Everything is, is magnified. Yeah. Like everything that's said to you is magnified. Every insult it hurts so much more. It's ingrained. It forms these core memories and, you know. Uh, your first experience uh, being interested in a, in a girl, uh, if it goes well for you, it sets you up for a lifetime of confidence in relationships. If it doesn't, it sets you up for a lifetime of fear of rejection. So many things happen, and it all happens in our childhood. So it's important, you know, if a, if for a couple to basically sort of have a common view on how they're going to handle that. Otherwise, you're going to have a situation where, you know, the kid gets mixed messaging, inconsistency, and becomes a person like myself who grows up to be an overthinker, an overanalyzer. You know, I have very little black and white in my life. It's all, I live in the gray. And as a lawyer, you kind of have to, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you have to be flexible in your thinking. You have to find a way to always see the other side. Um, But it, it makes it tough, too. Because there's comfort in the black and white. There's comfort in boundaries. It's comfort in somebody telling you you got the answer right, you got the answer wrong. You know, that's the comfort of mathematics. But the scary part of mathematics is if you're wrong, you're wrong. There's nothing a teacher can do for you or that life can do for you to make up for that. I feel like so. I'm on a therapy couch right now. Oh, let me tell you. You know, I could sit here and listen to this for hours. You know, I mean, what listen, happens? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I could be boring the hell out no, of no, no. listeners. And it's no, the, the audience, I think the audience wants you to replace all of us. Well, I mean, you know, it is a new year. I'm not one to make resolutions, you know, because I don't, I don't see a lot of significance in the calendar flipping over other than all of our office and statistics go back to zero. That's Minimum wage went up in Missouri by hmm? 50 cents. Minimum wage went up by 50 cents. Oh, well. Uh, so uh, we're all walking in tall cotton in here. Hey. Yeah. Listen, that's fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations on the raise, Doug. Yeah, 50 cents. Uh, that's fantastic. I'm very happy for it's you. It's a dollar yeah. 50 a day. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? I, but but if, you, if you actually measure money divided by job pleasure, I would say you guys are probably off the charts. I can't imagine doing anything more fun than this. Really? This is it? This, this is the top this of the is, mountain? This, this is, is Everest, baby. This, this is, is like, the summit. You know what? I, it is the top of the mountain. You know why? You have a platform. You have an opportunity on a daily basis to talk about your feelings, your thoughts, your your interests, you know, and 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 have an audience that actually listens to you and cares about it. What what's I mean, can anybody here tell me what's better than that? What if we don't have much to offer? You know what? said Herman, I'm telling you. Uh, then you know what? If you don't have much to offer, you make your listeners feel comfortable because maybe a lot of them don't feel like they have much to offer. Oh. And now they relate to you. Because some days you're on and some days you're off. And the same is true for them. So then you become relatable. It's all good, mm-hmm. man. It's all to Do the good. Do you take Medicare for these therapy sessions? Yeah. That you're uh, no, I don't take Medicare. I take a series of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and all, 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 all legal, all legal, oh, just yeah. to be clear. But, uh, yeah, no, listen, it's very important. You, you know, you got to find some level of, of zen, right? You know, isn't everybody out there? I and mean, isn't it when we all when we flip the calendar? I mean, what are you really looking for this year? I mean, at the end of the day, aren't you just looking for a sense of intercom? Whatever that looks like. Yeah, you 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 always think you may name the method that you think is going to get you to intercom. 
You might say, I want to make a lot of money this year. I want to fall in love this year. I want to have a kid this year. I want to lose weight this year. But at the end of the day, you're all looking for the exact same result. It's just that's how you think you're going to get there. But the underlying thing that you're really looking for is just some sense of inner calm. You know, I, I think people value that more than, you know, happiness is a fleeting feeling. Inner calm is something that people, I think, would like to have on a regular mm, basis. I can't get enough of this. What you just want is peace. You don't want to be peace. arguing That's mad. Isn't that the same? Right. It's the same thing. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, you're looking for a sense of peace. And you're picking whatever tool you think it is that's going to give that to you. Uh, one of the listeners wants to know where he can get the Ed Herman support pack. Are you, <laughs> or have you published that yet? No, but you know what? That's uh, You feel free to put in whatever is on your mind, whatever your thoughts are out there that you want to uh, discuss. And, wow, and I'll give you that. my take on it. Yeah, well, I mean, you open up uh, me starting to read the texts that come in. And, Doug, that can be a dangerous <laughs> spot. Yeah. Uh, one of Doug's favorite longtime listeners is a gentleman by the name of Deke Doe. No. And uh, he writes in, my wife and I overlap in one interest, kissing her father on the lips. Oh, So you kind of get an idea of what what can come in (laughs) once you you open it up to the list. Deke, you know what, though, Deke? (laughs) Let let me ask you this. I I just want to know, first off, I think as long as there's no tongue involved. Oh, I, I, I think the lips, you know, there are certain people, I don't know how old he is, but of that generation, yeah. that, and, and it always, it's always shocking. Have you ever gone, you know, I, I had, um, uh, there's an aunt within the family that every time she sees me, she kisses, kisses me flush on the lips. Oh. From, the, from day one, from the first time she met me. It wasn't like she developed a fondness for me over time <laughs> and, and built her way up. Mm-hmm. It, she was a day one lip kisser and has never changed you know I've, I've, I've known her obviously a very long time um, it's always shocking every time you know and it's not that it's a bad thing it's a wonderful sign of, uh, of affection I suppose um, but man I don't know do you have anybody in your life like that who is every family I feel like has at least one there's a, there's a lot of people in the Italian culture that, that tend to kiss on the cheeks men when they greet yeah. each other oh, kiss you know, on I'll the take cheeks. a cheek kiss yeah. You know, I'll take a cheek, especially I'm bearded. If they're willing to go for this bearded cheek, I, you know, I, oh. who am I to say no? <laughs> um, you know, you get a sniff test first. You know, but the lip kiss, the lip kiss with a person other than your um, significant other or, mm-hmm. or something of a sexy romantic nature, even if it's spontaneous, even if it's spin the bottle, like that's kind of fun. That's kind of exciting. Um, when it's a relative, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. it's a little weird for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Any, I don't want to make anybody anybody here one of those. No, lip we should have asked this hey, first. You, you, had a, we... you had a situation with a family member. Why don't you tell Ed, and then he can maybe mm-hmm. analyze. Well, this. It was a step aunt, so it doesn't count. She wasn't blood. Well, well, wait a second. What happened? <laughs> you know, the, I mean, the law is pretty specific on. Uh, you know, blood is not always required. Really? Uh, what did? What did? Listen, listen. I've never gotten into I, it the full, full experience of what happened but well you know what now's the time <laughs> yeah. that, do people i think people want to want to hear this i don't want to make you do. uncomfortable because yeah. this might this really i don't want to make light of it if it's uh. painful for you but tell us about how you had sex with your aunt <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest question of all time i think we might, might have something yeah, I should, let, let me be clear i don't want to be i don't want to be, be i don't want to be over the top you're you're you're, you're, you're step in huh. yeah it's my uncle's second wife so at what age were you when you first met her 
mid-20s. Okay, so you were not in your childhood. Oh, no. Okay, that takes so much off the table oh, in terms of issue. Nice. This yeah, is starting to actually making. sound like a phenomenal experience. No one's going to jail anyway. Yeah, no, not, not yeah. yet. Crimes not, have not, not, not for the obvious stuff, but, but so... We're adults. You, you were adults. How old was she? How much older was your step-aunt? Maybe 15 years. Oh, my. 12 years. 15. Okay, folks, this is, yeah, this is the beginning of a, a really good story. I think I actually read this in Penthouse Forum. Forum. Right? Yeah, I remember that. The kids today don't know Penthouse Forum, but for people, no, people of it. our age, mm-hmm. it, was, it was poetry. But go ahead. So she was about 15 years older. No, that was, that was it. Was there an instant chemistry on both sides or just her towards you? No, I mean, I... I kind of had a thing for her. Really? She was a good-looking woman? Yeah. As I remember, you yeah. were at the lake, and her yeah. husband went out boating, and you two were left alone in the house, and that's when the chemistry began to click. Yeah, well, we made sure I didn't go out. I didn't want to go out on the boat, because I knew what was going to happen. Really? Really? You knew so what this, was going to happen? Now, had that been spoken, or, or there was just clearly that vibe that says, if we've, I, I have this vibe with this woman that I think if we found ourselves in the right situation... Everything else is going to take its course. You could feel nature already taking its course. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, well, there were little things, you know, like we... Like she said, let's get my husband on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> like she, maybe she came right out. That's what the women today would do. No, rub my leg, you know. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Oh, oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, is it under the like table that. or oh. is this a oh, side man. by side on the couch or is it under the... Happen. Yeah. If not, I really go, go on and a boat. And anyway. did you feel, was there a part of you that felt like, listen... We're all grown adults, and if this is meant to be, it's meant to be. Did you feel any any allegiance or loyalty to your uncle to say, you know what, this this is this is his person, and I'm and I'm I'm going to stay away from that? No, because I knew my uncle was cheating on her, so it didn't matter. Oh, that's fantastic. So you spun the moral <laughs> compass wildly How would to you your know? favor. How would you know that? Well, listen, he wants you. He was place at the Ozark all the time. There's times yes. when I'd come down and I'd say, I need to borrow your golf clubs. We're playing golf today, and he'd open up his trunk, and there's like. Thousands of beer bottles, and he goes, ah, I'll tell your aunt and had a big party last night. Because he owned a restaurant, so a lot of the people from the restaurant would always come back to the house. So He probably wouldn't care if he found out anyway. Do, do you think, yeah, I was going to say, do you think on some level? I've been surprised like by that. like he was encouraging. Yeah, mm-hmm. as I've, listen, you know what? As I've gotten older, you meet more and more people. People get more comfortable talking about the things that they find you know, st- uh, stimulating, <laughs> and and you get surprised by yeah. it. I mean, the truth of it is, you know, your uncle might have known about that completely, and there may be some perverse part or kinky part of that that I don't know that took pleasure in that. Wow, no. Doug, that sounds like a, yeah. a cock. Know, but is sure there does. such thing as a step aunt? Because it, she's if an it's, aunt. If she's it's, not it's, a step aunt. She was an aunt. That, that's right. And I, this yeah. doesn't deter from your story. I'm just thinking about the step aunt scenario. Wouldn't your first aunt be a step aunt because she's not blood too? Well, they're never step aunts. They're just right. the, they're the aunts <laughs> not by blood. Mm-hmm. But, but remember, I, I think the idea of it being the second, and I don't want to speak for you, but I think we could all agree that your original aunt, Tends to be somebody around the same age as your as your uncle, and then they're sure. just an old lady. Yeah, and then the right. second aunt, no, you I'm like to think this yeah. is the one that came later on. Yeah, it looks like a news team yeah. where the man is fifty right, and the girl's right, twenty-five. Exactly. This is that's what you, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming was the case here was this was a a younger second wife. Yeah, but my first my first aunt was 
She was a good-looking woman as well. No, no, no. But we oh. knew we knew she was, she was a dog. somebody that was always around. <laughs> okay. And did you do anything with her? Or is it just was there was there maybe a hand action type no. of situation with the first dance? Oh, no. 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 Now, Iggy, okay. So listen, this is not this is. Wait, I think we need to get back to the details. No, she, she, she fit one of the prongs. She was attractive. I, I don't want to mislead the audience. Your 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 uncle's on the boat. You're back. Well, my at, whole family's on the boat. I mean, no, no, they're all gone. Now it's you, and your, it's you and your aunt. You're on. You stayed behind. What happened next? Who made the first move? Good question. Somebody make a drink? No, she did. She made the first move. She had to, right? Oh, yeah. She had to clear the, clear the way. Yeah, I don't want to be wrong about these signs. No, I mean, can you imagine the awkwardness? Yeah. God bless mm-hmm. her for taking a chance. God, can, is she still around? Is she still with us? No. She's I not. Told oh, the story. No. She was still alive. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, listen. There, you know, I, I don't think I, I think she'd be proud of the story. She's, she, you know, why? Because she, you know, listen. She's you know, fun loving. She's fun loving, and you know what? And now she's not with us anymore. Sporting as well. You look sporting, back on, very sporting. Listen, you look back on your life, right? You think she would have regretted that, or you think she'd say, you know what? I'm glad I took the experiences that life handed me. I had sex, now my life and now is dad gone. is dead. And I'm grateful <laughs> for every one of those things. No, I'm sure she didn't regret it. No. How oh, could my God. How could that, she with you? The quiet yeah. confidence. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Stallion to that my was right. The, that was the quiet confidence. But no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you don't really remember, right, that many things from your life. You only remember the things that really stood out one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else just kind of goes into the blur. So, was this her first blue hair? You know, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, was, was it, this like the first? Was it was your old. first blue hair? Well, I meant like, uh, uh, that just she was like in her 40s first, is like, what I'm hearing. 15 years older and decent enough. But yeah, that's 40s. the oldest one. He was in his 20s. Right. Oh, no. Leona Helmsley was. Okay, I didn't, I, well, I didn't know the he, time. He, I uh, Iggy slept with Leona Helmsley. I meant yes, at did. that time. Did you really? Queen of Mean. Good for you. No, I can't Emperor imagine Island. it would have been. She was a she was a harsh-looking woman. Oh, she sure was. She wasn't that bad back then. But she was. But she looked cold. Mm-hmm. Well, she could. Well, she didn't seem like a warm lover. But I mean, you would know. I wouldn't no. know. No, I got a gold bracelet on it. Was funny. Well, you know, listen. that's the weirdest part about that story. Is <laughs> so the- much return on investment. <laughs> I'm still not sure if they're kidding with me or not. It no, 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 that's well. I mean, oh Iggy, I mean, I don't God. know what Iggy is. Uh, I, so, so, like in a six, that's de- something I wouldn't make up. Trust me. So, in a, in, a, in a six degrees of separation type of situation here, like I'm, I've now basically been with Leona Helms. Sure, you're right here next to me. Iggy claims to have been, and with, I've been with the Zan. He claims to have been with 500 women. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, you? Is that in a positive way? Is that? A, is that? A, do you feel good about that? Yeah, do you I feel didn't. guilty about no, that? It wasn't. It wasn't a bragging thing. It was just. No. It was just a, just a factual. Yeah, just I think a I was reality. talking about that. I, I've only been in love with one woman my entire life. That's Anna because Cardata. I never. Laura Patterson. Laura Patterson. Be, Come on. I never wanted to be tied down. Nebraska. Oh, really? Well, you were in chicken. It was more of a job. What, was it? Was it that you didn't want to be tied down, or that you didn't want to put yourself in a position where you could be really hurt? Wow. Self sabotage, ah. maybe. What on the couch? I mean, seriously, think no, about I it for a second. I, I've never been hurt. But for the most part, I so know. I, but th- I sometimes you could have that to happen again. So. Sometimes you could have an intent. Well, think about what you said. I've never been hurt. I mean, and almost with a little bit of pride, you know. No, I mean, I've been happy that. Yeah, that you haven't, but you have to wonder. The rest of us are out there knowing that we've all had some really bad hurt, and maybe on some level, you have an intense fear of being hurt. You've, you've basically kept a distance from certain things to avoid the kind of landmines that 
you know, you have this fear of what might happen. If you really felt that intensely strong about somebody else that you felt like you truly didn't feel complete without them in your life, the fear of not having that person work out, it can be intense. Yeah, it could be. And I you don't feel know. like I just it, never, just, uh, I never like being tied down. Well, let me ask you this when it's come to your sexual partners and you've had 500 of them. <laughs> Well, listen, listen. Which is uh, obviously true. Listen, there's, you know, the people say that that sex is like pizza, you know, it's all good, you know? It may not all be the best, but it's all good. But the truth of it is, that's something clever we say, right? And it's funny, and maybe it's true. But I think in the world of sex, there there is a hierarchy where if you have a true intimate connection, a true passion, a true mutual attraction... That is something operating at a much higher, more satisfying level than what most sex is, which is transactional. I say transactional. I don't mean, you know, for cash, although, you know, that's that's out there, too. It's a quick I'm option. talking about mm-hmm. the just the emotional transaction, you know, the expectation of it or, you know, the you're you're riding one person's desire and the other person, you know, maybe not that into it. Or just, you know, how a couple operates. I provide these things. You provide these. That's a lot of what's out there. You know, you wanted to feel good one night. The other person wanted to feel good one night. And you thought, hey, we could feel good together. That's transactional. Um, So I ask you when it comes to the 500 partners, how many of them do you think allowed you to have that first kind of, you know, intimacy versus the second kind? Mm. I don't know. Most of them. Really? Really. You're a passionate man. Well, I do. I God, care you're a passionate that. lover. There's times that I just, I fake Honest. No, I, I, I want this to be is, over Ed, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you fake you, your we had a good time. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> have you been faking your orgasms? <laughs> is that possible with a guy? Don't you have, like, visual proof of, like, what happened, right? Yeah, there's the old cream pie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Listen, I, I, th- oh, I, think, I think a man is perfectly capable of faking an sure, orgasm. I get you know, it, too. You yeah, yeah. You're not going to know. You just fake yeah. and then get off. You know, I mean, and Man, now, I, I know, have a lot to learn. Wait, are you saying you've never, you've never faked an orgasm? Me, I don't. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I got to be honest, I haven't either. I really, get, yeah. I get excited every time. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. You, yeah, you never had that experience of just taking so long that you started to feel guilty. Yeah, I, huh? I, I feel guilty in the act quite often, but because of my lack of quality performance. But as far as me faking the orgasm, no. Truthfully. Every time I take my shirt off and look at myself in the mirror, I feel bad. Is that right? Yeah, that the nipple? Yeah, yeah, she's the one faking. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm more worried about nipple here. Ed. I've never oh. been in a situation going, man, I'm going to have to fake well, it, this one with Madison. Not ever. Hair. That's correct. Yeah, okay. like right you on you the, understand uh, that the hair can be trimmed. See, I'm actually... If they were elongated nipples, I could, I would I would feel for you. I think it's six inches in length. I think it's almost at this point like a bonsai tree to where I've groomed it so much to where I feel like cutting it is almost a spiritual thing yeah so it, now it just you got the two long six inches and then you have that those little mini tufts okay, listen, like listen kid. I, I'm, right. I have i feel like i need to add a fourth criteria to my love chart <laughs> prong for yeah, fourth prong. New prong alert. yeah you have to be comfortable with Really unusual nipple hair. Correct. I never knew that this had to be a thing. Yeah. This is an addendum. I have no chest hair. Oh just a little happy trail. And you should have saw Jamaica. They didn't get it. They didn't understand it. The people at the pool in Jamaica were looking right at me. I didn't want to talk about that or bring it up. They... 
They saw the nipple hair and they had no idea what was going. It looks like earmuffs. You know, like, and, you, and yet you mm. allow it. You know that kind of. That, I wonder. I want to understand the psychology of that because we've all seen gentlemen out there who have these crazy eyebrows. You know, mm -hmm. the eyebrows, they just let them grow forever. You're, 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 yeah. You don't know them, but you're desperate to Andy get in there Rooney. with the clippers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just they're unkempt. Or Ever seen Wally Moon's unibrow? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. His, yeah. And, and there's so many, all the ball, the baseball players in the 60s, you look at those baseball mm -hmm. cards and they have these massive <laughs> unibrows. Yeah. But you get these people with the fluttering, the fluttering eyebrows, and I, I want to interview them. I want to do a documentary. I don't want to offend, <laughs> but I want to understand, you mm -hmm. know? I don't want to judge, but I need to understand. And I feel like I've not had that opportunity yet, but your long nipple hairs are the closest that I've ever come to being able to ask the psychology. Of, See, it's I, so easy to to have a, a, a nipple hair conforming nipple hair. I think for... <laughs> and you choose, you choose these opportunities to not conform. Why? I, I need to understand the psychology. I think it. when it first started when I was, I wouldn't say a tyke, I would say I'm probably 17 or 18 when they really <laughs> started to become flush. A thing. You know. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I didn't have a lot of chest hair. You know, I wasn't the most physically gifted specimen like I am right now, obviously. Yeah, no, you're you know, beautiful the 115 man. pounds, work out all the time. So I think it was more self-conscious of, hey, if I have these nipple hairs, you know, it, it'll showcase my manliness. Mm -hmm. And then I got this little happy trail down there. And after a while, I just decided, you know, I, and we talk about Iggy going full porpoise. I think from the neck down. I think that's been a topic a few times. And I've never really gotten to the point where I, I felt the need to go shave the nipple hair. Even after Jamaica. Even even after the looks in Jamaica, which if that doesn't do it, I don't think anything will. Well, you know, I applaud your 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 self confidence. Madison you know? points him out in a positive right. manner. Oh, which, she likes him. Well, she, I think she does it for just you know self esteem for my well, side. You, you know, know, I think there is something though to be said about um, how she may view you. I mean, she mm -hmm. may view you as a person who's self-assured and confident, and that can be very, Hawk is that very can be confident. Very, no. very yeah. confident, yeah. I, I as think you that should helps. be, as everybody should be. Uh, you deserve to be, and I think that, that to me was what I always assumed the answer would be, which is just a person who's just truly comfortable with themselves and is not yeah. really concerned about what the rest of the world thinks. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and then at the end of the day, the world's actually impressed. Mm. Because, At this point, you're looking for a know, Guinness World Record as well. I mean, oh, you are, point, you're looking for a record. Yeah. I don't know what it like is, but it's got to be getting there. I don't yeah, know how the most, the most yeah, psychologically, yeah. Okay. The same goes yeah. for people who grow hair out of their ears and nose. They right. sneeze. They look like a party favorite. I, yeah, what is that? You don't ever look in the mirror? Let me, let me tell you, I, I, I get all of that taken care of. Even when I, and I, it's not even so much out of vanity. It's out of total insecurity. I feel like I, I owe it to society who has to look at me <laughs> mm -hmm. to do wow. whatever incremental improvements I can do to so that people are not uncomfortable in my presence. So, you know, I'm trying to live in a society, folks. So ear hair, you know, I go to everyone knows I go to Iconic Mail. You know, I've I've you know, I've done segments there. I've 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 uh, I've covered them heavily. They're wonderful people. And they're actually right down the road from your office here. Great people. They might become sponsors. I've been encouraging them to become sponsors. How about I, that? Nice. I did. And selling for I, us now. I did because you know I was getting, I was having my stuff taken care of there, and you know a lot of times the the gal who takes care of me also owns the place, Jessica Brown. If you're listening, a little shout out. And she'll always ask me little bits of marketing advice because she knows what I do at the firm. And the last thing I said to her is I said, you know, you may want to think about the morning after podcast. Uh, you know, their listeners, I think, are squarely in your 
in your demo. I think those are the people that you're appealing to. And, you know, a lot of people out there, you know, it's, uh, they only do handle men. It's not just haircuts, obviously. So I, they do the waxing. I get the ears done. Mm-hmm. I got the smoothest ears in the business. Have you wow. really? For about the first week. Then they go back to Smooth being ears. everybody else's. Oh. Then they go back to being an ape. And then they're the smoothest again, just depending on how they it wax. Paints. I didn't know they waxed ears. Well, they wax ears. Uh, I, have my, I do the insides of my nostrils, which Andy won't do because he says it's dangerous and it might kill me. But if you saw how smooth the inside of my nostrils so were. So you ought to take a look. Uh, I mean, there wouldn't even be a uh, question a that it was, worth, it was worth the game. You need a little you know, bit of a filter system in there, though. You, you know, you got to shape, you gotta shape your, you know, your brows. It almost feels high, like you're breathing in high altitude, right? I feel like oh. without the hair. Would you, that you know, the no, you don't. Yeah, it, but no, it feels like you're breathing. It feels like you just had a peppermint patty and you're breathing oh, in the yeah. sensation. Oh, really? Oh, it's yeah. wonderful. Oh, it's a clean uh, Doesn't breath. Doesn't it hurt? Hurt to uh, have that done? Now, for an instant. You know, it actually doesn't hurt that bad. Um, some of the, I've had other people in there do some waxing on me. Some have a little technique that's even a little bit smoother than the other. Uh, you just want somebody who pulls confidently. You know, <laughs> pulls confidently. Yeah, you, you don't want mm-hmm. a waxer without a confident pull. No, I wouldn't. Think uh, that. That's you <laughs> know, just in, add that to off. the life lessons <laughs> of today. Uh, you ha- that's what you're relying on them for. That's why you don't wax yourself because mm-hmm. you know. That little part of you, we're, we're DNA trained not to inflict self-harm. So we're not going to give ourselves the stiff pull required yeah, to do a yeah, proper yeah. waxing. So what are you really going to them for? One, they have a better vantage point. So if they're doing your, your, your nethers, oh, you, you like nice. to think they're seeing a little better than, than, than you would be. But no, you're there for the confident pull, you know. Uh, Ed, we, we could talk to you probably for the entire show, and some of the audience is requesting that uh, you stick around for the entire show. But I'll wrap it up with, with this, uh, this text. Ed may be the best sit-in guest in TMA history, and we are in our 20th wow. year now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gels. Can this show add another producer slash co-host? <laughs> that comes from Fuelsy. Uh, I don't know if you're looking to uh, to add on to your job responsibilities, well, but uh, the, the people are requesting more. Ed you know, Herman. the people can have as much Ed Herman as they want. I love, <laughs> I do. I, I I love you guys. I've really gotten close to the podcast. God uh, bless. I've been listening, and you know, uh, uh, and you know, it's it's this this is my kind. Of, this is my thing. You know, this is it's what wonderful. I, I can see. That's why I say it's. You, that's why I say you appreciate your job. You've got a great job. Doug, he's especially talk, he's talking his, to you. Especially with his minimum wage bump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. now I mean, wait, listen, now oh. like, you... Twelve fifty you know, an hour. Yeah, it's all going. Mm-hmm. It's all going your way. Twenty twenty four is for you. <laughs> uh, Ed, wonderful to see you, and wonderful just to listen to the knowledge. Uh, uh, listen, I really appreciate it. I am telling you, uh, Ed Herman, Brown and Crouppen, with us here on Tuesdays. Great to see you. Great to hear from you. We'll take a commercial break. Wrap up our eight o'clock or seven o'clock hour. Hell, it's eight thirty eight, but we're wrapping oh, up the seven okay. o'clock hour. Brought to you by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Munganas, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.